Hey everybody, sorry about that. Welcome, good morning. This is everybody's favorite show on the Red Pill Project. Well, favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. Live every Monday through Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events in the world. Good morning, hope everybody's doing well. It's January 16th, 2023, MLK Day. So everybody probably has the day off today, so welcome. Hope everybody's doing well. Wow. Um, what a what a show I'll just say that what a show it was a good weekend we had a great show over on uh, Friday with Josh and David and a deep intense conversation late into the night I was getting a little drowsy I have to admit some of you guys were pointing it out and uh, it was a lot of fun though if you guys tuned in Josh and David did a little recap on their Flat Earth show that they did on Badlands Media followed by a in-depth discussion afterward just about so many topics including UFOs and even dabbling into theories about the afterlife so it was really fantastic hope you guys enjoyed it if you didn't catch it go catch that if you want to take your mind off of some of these you know communism coming to America and this kind of stuff well it's here actually so it's not coming it's here anyway I uh, hope you guys liked that. And then Jim Bob and I had a little hour discussion on Saturday night on Makes You Think, which was good. We just looked at some weird curiosities in the world, like the oldest log cabin over in uh, Oregon that burned down about 50 years ago or 60 or 70 years ago now, I guess. Uh, such an interesting thing. So I uh, hope you guys are enjoying the content over the weekends. But during the week, we get serious super serious not really but we do cover the news and events during the week so that is this show and then followed by the daily dose every night at 5 30 p.m pacific uh 8 30 p.m eastern time where joshua reed comes in and gives his expert opinions on everything that's going on and breaks it all down and uh i can't wait for tonight but before that here we are we're going to cover a little bit of what's been going on amongst each other <clears throat> MLK Day, everybody. They've really, they've really done something with the uh, society in the world, haven't they? Oh my goodness! Let's talk a little bit about socialism. These, uh, you know, kids nowadays are under the impression that socialism's great. They want communism. They want to trust their governments. They think the government loves them. They think conspiracy theorists are going to end the world with their gas stoves and give them autism as they take these experimental jabs that actually have been shown by some to, pr to produce autism. I don't know. I don't get it. It's crazy. But uh, somebody over on Twitter did a good video about uh, a good video on on the truth about socialism and they make put it into a nice story so even somebody with a little brain or who has trouble understanding things could maybe understand actually you know it's it, it's a lot like arguing you know it's hard to convince somebody who doesn't have an open mind of something so even if you showed somebody who is a communist or a pinko this video they would say this has nothing to do with socialism and you know it's just there's no getting through sometimes so we have to use other methods and i think spreading the truth is one great way of going about 
getting in through to people. And unfortunately, as people are dropping dead, people uh, that is what it's taking at this point. In order to wake people up, they're starting to be like, wait, people are dying. This is getting serious. What's going on? I was asleep. What's happening? Where am I? It's a terrible state of affairs. But here's a nice video, at least for us. Um, let's check it out. Let me tell you a scary story. An economics professor at a local college made a statement that she had never failed a single student before, but had recently failed an entire class. The class had insisted that socialism worked, that no one would be poor and no one would be rich, a great equaliser. The professor then said, OK, we will have an experiment in this class. All grades will be averaged and everyone will receive the same grade. No one will fail but no one will receive an A either. After the first test, the grades were averaged and everyone got a B. The students who studied hard were upset and the students who studied little were happy. As the second test rolled round, the students who studied little studied even less and the ones who studied hard decided they wanted a free ride too, so they studied little. The second average test result was a D. No one was happy third test rolled round, the average was an F. As the test proceeded, the scores never improved, as bickering, name-calling and blame all resulted in hard feelings, and no one would study for the benefit of anyone else. To their great surprise, all failed. And the professor told them that socialism would ultimately fail, because when the reward is great, the effort to succeed is great. When the government takes away all the reward, no one will try or want to succeed. And that is socialism, my friends. A race to the bottom. Yep. What a fantastic analogy. Nobody's going to want to perform if they don't get the reward. And that's how socialism works, you know? You're Everybody gets the same ration for doing different jobs in society, and it rots away society. People stop trying. It's not a solution. It's it's not. So, I love that analogy there. <clears throat> um, let's go into a little bit of U.S. news. Trump sent out a very interesting truth this morning and I had to verify it you know you see these things and people post them and you think wow that's really great and then later you find out oh somebody was pulling my leg they're posting fake information to get clicks so when I saw this this morning the first thing I did was head over to Truth Social to see if this is real and fortunately for us this is real and I love to see this so let's see what Trump said this morning he said, the White House just announced that there are no logs or information of any kind on visitors to the Wilmington House and flimsy, unlocked, and unsecured, but now very famous, garage. Maybe they are smarter than we think. This is one of seemingly many places where highly classified documents are stored in a big pile on a damp floor. 
Mar-a-Lago is a highly secured facility with security cameras all over the place and watched over by staff and our great secret service. I have info on everyone. Trump said he has information on everyone. Isn't that interesting? That makes me so happy. And I think this is part of the reason why they don't they don't try to arrest him and get him in a court and try to <laughs> get him in front of a judge cuz guess what? He's going to bring a lot of uh fire into evidence and just burn the whole thing down. I think that's part of it. I I really do. I wonder what information Trump has. He has info on everyone. I wonder if he has all of the info. Does he have it all? Probably, man. Oh my gosh. Let's watch. I can't wait. We gotta I hope this all comes out soon. It's I called this show tonight. It's barely January. Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, January 16th. Let's look. Let me get some of the news together. What the heck's going on? You know. Pulling together stuff happening over the weekend. And, you know, Friday after we kind of set down the news, I start I, I you know, I still pay attention to what's going on. Anyway, I'm pulling that together and I'm like Holy crap, people are waking up. It's barely the 16th of January, 2023. This is going to be a wild year, everybody, so buckle up. I mean, wow. <laughs> Mr. Plum, does he have info on me? Um, Probably, I don't know. If he doesn't, he could get it, I'll tell you that. I would be willing to bet that. Um... <laughs> He probably thinks you're a good guy, all right? <laughs> or knows you're a good guy. Oh, uh, wow. So we'll watch this unfold. I love that Trump put that out there. People are probably so pissed. Imagine being a crook, right? Trying to just get by in your crazy, evil, genocidal agenda. Just, you know, um, playing your part, whether you know the grand plan or you're just one of the pawns in the whole scheme. And then seeing Trump post this, they're probably shitting their pants like, oh, no, I can't wait. They need to have people jump ship, get out of there, start blowing the whistle on each other. And this all thing, will, this whole thing will come crumbling down. We can save our damn country, get back to reality, start building stuff, start producing stuff, start opening businesses, start living our lives again, you know, to a greater extent. Oh, that'll be the day. That'll be the day. Uh, of course, today is Martin Luther King Day. I hope you are all enjoying your day off if you have it. Um, I'll certainly enjoy my day today. And so far, it's just, you know, I couldn't ask for a better day so far. And there's a lot of day ahead of us. Anyway, they unveiled that, they unveiled that Martin Luther King Jr. sculpture. It's been widely mocked. And... Uh, InfoWars called it a sexualized bronze blob. This thing is an absolute joke, and it cost $10 million. They, uh, the original photo this inspired was beautiful and perfect. This was inspired by Martin Luther King embracing his daughter, but they removed their heads and just included their arms. InfoWars said... Why not just honor that with a replica instead of this horrible, odd, weird, sexualized bronze blob, user says, of Monument Unveiled in Boston. Uh, so it's just the arms, and it looks mighty phallic. 
and people are just up in arms. So the city of Boston unveiled a twenty I'm sorry, a ten million dollar sculpture meant to honor Martin Luther King Jr., but the bizarre and oddly sexual appearance of the monument el- elicited mostly negative reactions. The monument, called the Embrace, was unveiled on the Boston Common on Friday to commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Coretta Scott King, and the love they shared with the world. Oh, okay. It's been more than five years in the making, but just in time for Monday's observance of MLK Day, history was made in Boston. The 22-foot bronze sculpture known as the Embrace was unveiled. Well, that's not a bad angle. It's based on this photo, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife, Coretta Scott King, taken just moments after he won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1964. Dignitaries from around Massachusetts joined the King family for the unveiling on the Boston Common. This, the moment... And it literally, even this angle here, looks like somebody sticking their head up their own ass. ...for the monument. The embrace finally unveiled. The scope, the magnitude, the historic nature of it all, impossible to miss. I think that my grandparents are really excited. It's hard to upstage this 20 by 25 foot bronze memorial to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King, but Yolanda Renee King, the King's granddaughter, sure came close. They really had to make sure they got good angles on that. Um, Let's see, here's the original unveiling. From one angle, it's just, what, it, come on. That's what you went with? Um, yeah, from the angle on the back, it literally looks like two hands holding up a big schlong. Seriously, it really does. It's ridiculous. And that's what this <laughs> blurred out image shows. Um, all right, well, it's right here. Just ridiculous. Yeah, here we go. Look at that. What the heck, man? Let's see if this will load. Ridiculous, you guys. Absolutely. Look at that. Bad, terrible angle. And it makes you wonder, are people really this ignorant? Why did they take the heads off, too? Is that symbolic in some way? Or is it just, we're so artsy, we don't put heads on it because this is about the embrace. We're just, what do you, what do you need to embrace? You need arms. So we're just going to put arms in our artwork. Look, I'm an artist, I get it, but Jesus. Ridiculous, man. Anyway. Happy MLK Day, guys. Don't lose sight of what this is actually about. And it's the way that most of us, if not all of us, live our lives. You know, they try to make everything about race and, and this and that, but that is the furthest thing from the truth. Just keep living life the way we live, in peace and with love, and everything will be fine. Um, let's move on from that sexualized bronze blob. Had to cover it, but here we go. Um, the fake news is desperately trying to convince people to watch <laughs> to watch their programming nobody is here's ted lu best way to oppose fake news is for people to watch outlets like msnbc where you report real news all the time best 
watch real news like MB MSNBC. Oh my god. Come on, Ted. You clown. Wow. Mm -mm. He thinks we're stupid. He thinks we're stupid. <clears throat> Nikki said from another angle it looks like a leg and someone's eating out between the legs. Yeah, it looks like oral sex. An oral sex statue. You have to wonder, is this on purpose or are they just that dumb? And, you know, I have a hard time believing so many people are so dumb. Um... This was interesting. So we see these scandals with Joe Biden occurring, right? They found three separate instances of classified documents in Joe Biden's possession, whether that be in his offices that were paid for by China or his his garage. Um, and we have to ask ourselves about that timing. Somebody on Twitter here... Um, made an interesting connection, just something to think about. Wall Street Silver said, in response to Colin Rugg, who said, um, Colin Rugg said that Biden's presidency hits the two-year mark and suddenly he's flooded with scandals. Something else is going on. Wall Street Silver replied, as of January 21st, 2023, if Biden, if Biden resigns, then Kamala Harris can serve fi the final two years of his term plus two full terms. If Biden had resigned before now, Kamala Harris could only run for re-election re one time. So, I mean, I guess the theory is not that this will happen or anything, but just to possibly have that plan of uh, 10 years for Kamala instead of six. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe could have something to do with it maybe this is just the timeline it does seem like they're throwing him under the bus which is interesting that it's happening now they could have threw him under the bus right away when he stole the election but they didn't so i think it's just part of their plan new bill in texas legislature would ban a certain foreign would ban certain foreign entities from purchasing land there this is what all of us in the states want. In our states, we're noticing people like not only U.S. citizens like Bill Gates buying up the farmland, but foreign entities like China also doing the same thing. Just so Texas is doing something about it, the rest of the states should follow suit. Um, this follows the Lone Star Infrastructure Protection Act banning all contracts with foreign-owned companies related to critical infrastructure signed by Texas, Greg Governor Abbott. A bill has been filed in the Texas legislator, leg, legislature that would ban citizens, governments, and entities from China, Iran, North Korea, and Russia from purchasing land in Texas. This is good. Fantastic. Some good news on this beautiful day. Wonderful. We need more of that, man. They're trying to take over. Yeah, Summer's extremely happy about that one. <laughs> I know. We need more of this. You know, for sure. Um, and another good news article here coming out of um, Arkansas. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders 
signed an executive order terminating multiple existing orders on COVID. This COVID scam. Let's see what they did about COVID over there in Arkansas. No mask or vaccine mandates, no shutdown of churches or schools, and the state will move beyond COVID. Hallelujah. Move on. The world should move on. But I appreciate the steps in that direction. I moved on. Let's all move on. Uh, let's all move on, and they have no choice but to move on, right? Don't play their game. Here we go. This was kind of cool. Matt Taibbi, Ta 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 the Twitter, um, the guy who's releasing Twitter files, the reporter, I suppose, or the uh, journalist, rather, is standing up for himself, just getting attacked by the left. So this Seth Abramson, Seth Abramson guy tweeted this out and blocked the comments. Who is Seth Abramson? He's a New York Times best-selling author, a lawyer, a journalist, and he has a substack. He has almost a million followers. So he sends this tweet out and he blocks the comments because, well, that's what people do when they don't want people to comment on their bullshit and call them out and then get more attention on the comments calling them out than their original posts. Same thing Bill Gates does with all of his posts that are bullshit. Anyway, let's look at what he said. He said, Seth Abramson, Seth Abramson said, I wrote three national bestsellers totaling 2,500 pages on the Trump-Russia scandal, which, for the last five years, has only been termed Russiagate by those who falsely dub it a hoax. And far from major was... This was a nothing burger story Politico said from day one could have been domestic bots. In response to Matt Taibbi saying the latest Twitter files expose was a total lie and major Russiagate story. That the release the memo hashtag was fueled by Russian bots. So the response to Matt Taibbi's Twitter files was it went viral and they're saying it was Russian bots. I still going with the Russian bot theory, huh? Well, Matt responded. He said, "Here's you in 2018 saying the idea the FBI needed the Steele report at all to seek FISA authority is literally laughable. Here's the Inspector General saying the Steele dossier played a central and essential a central and essential role in the FBI decision to seek a FISA order. I can keep going." Here's Seth Abramson. So given that FISA warrants require the lowest standard of proof in law and FISA warrants were granted in 99% plus of cases, the idea that the FBI would would have needed steel at all to meet the standard and get, the, get that warrant as to page is, to some degree, literally laughable. Uh, and this as well was posted by Seth, I think. Decision to seek FISA authority. Oh, no, this is a definition. Uh, or a clip, a snip from something. It says, We determined that the Crossfire Hurricane team's reception of Steele's election reporting on September 19th, 2016, played a central and essential role in the FBI's and department's decision to seek FISA, the FISA order, as noted above when the team first sought to... Dot, dot, dot. So just calling him out. And uh, Elon Musk even responded... 
Taibi for the win last night. So um, this got 4.7 million views, 20, almost 30,000 likes. Way more than Seth here with 650 likes and, well, 5 million views, probably coming from Matt's original post linking to it. But yeah, this guy, what a joke. We have fake news everywhere. They're still going at it, and they use these silly little tactics like blocking comments in order to stay in the shadows. They must know they're, they're wrong. Why would they block comments? Wouldn't they want that clout? Wouldn't they want that discussion on their thread of the truth? No, they're fucking scammers. They're scammers. My sound, your sound seems too low. My sound's as high as I could sound. I could get closer to the mic. Do I sound low? But yes, yeah, this guy. I sound good. I, maybe it's check your speakers, put on some headphones, do something. My good guys, let me know if it's low for all you. Sounds good on my end. Um, sometimes phone speakers really suck. I'll say that. All right, let's see what else we have here. Um, Wells Fargo, man. A lot of people are dropping Wells Fargo because apparently they're uh, appearing to be a little bit racist. Those aren't my words. Laura's for Trump said, Wells Fargo is racist against white people. The question is, why are we putting up with this? And Fox did a story on it. Tucker Carlson himself covered it. Let's listen to Tucker. So Wells Fargo used to be the biggest mortgage lender in the United States. Now they're downsizing. Instead of offering mortgages to everyone, they're going to focus instead on giving mortgages to, quote, individuals and families in minority communities. In other words, not lending money to white people. Is that illegal? The journalist and filmmaker Chris Rufo has been on this story. We should tell you that Governor DeSantis of Florida just appointed Rufo to the Board of Trustees at the New College of Florida in an effort to end the ideological rot there. Chris Rufo joins us now. Chris, thanks so much for coming on. This is another one of those stories that you feel like this has to be too far. Um, tell us what you know about it. Well, what we're seeing is the emergence of two separate standards based on race and the disappearance of this idea that everyone should be treated equally under the law and then judged according to the behavior. I think it's important for conservatives to understand that these programs are not simply a hypocrisy or a, or kind of two sides of a different of a same standard. They're actually entirely different standards. We're creating a moral basis based on identity that is seeking to seeking to supplant or replace a moral basis on behavior. And these companies are just following the lead of the academics, the universities, the activists on the left. And they're saying uh, we're going to not judge people on their financial solvency or reliability, uh, but on the basis of a racial revenge uh, narrative. Uh, and they're saying simply we're going out to judge you on the basis of race. It's illegal, but in so many cases they're getting away with it. But I don't understand. I mean, redlining was the original sin we've been told for 50 years of the mortgage industry, right? Deciding we're not going to lend to areas because a certain race of people live in them. And that's exactly what Wells Fargo is doing. Why doesn't, why doesn't the federal government shut down Wells Fargo with armed agents tonight? I don't understand how this can happen. Because, Tucker, this is the basis of so-called diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is not a simple colorblind equality represented in the 14th Amendment or the Civil Rights Act. 
It's an entirely new philosophy. It's based on critical race theory, and it's this idea that we should treat people differently based on race. And as long as we have the right racial hierarchy embedded in that philosophy, you can do essentially whatever you want. They're not doing anything different in the Biden administration uh, because this is part and parcel of the ideology that they've adopted. But when there it is, folks, they're going for it. So you know what? We need to be careful when we're choosing who we do business with, right? The ones that just want to follow this uh, new world order agenda, anything they put down the pipeline, they could say if you want to do, if you want to be in the big boys club, then you can only do business with you know people with four teeth. They're gonna do it. So it's just ridiculous. Don't do business with them. Don't support them. It's ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Uh, what else do we have? And this is MLK Day, man. MLK Day, Wells Fargo. Come on. Um, yeah, and we covered this last week. Damar Hamlin passed away, unfortunately. He went into cardiac arrest in the hospital after being arrested and tased. This was, I believe, a cousin of George Floyd. Um, he had, he was on drugs. He was a little bit delusional. He ran into the street. Cops then escalated and tried to detain him. He was resisting arrest. They used a taser. They arrest him. He later died. You would expect a lot of coverage of this and you would expect, um, you know, BLM to be out there saying, what the heck? What happened? But, uh, he had a heart attack afterward and nobody is covering it nobody's talking about it i wonder why maybe because the heart attack wasn't from the tasing and the arrest but it was from the drugs and i don't know maybe he had an experimental mrna concoction in his veins so sad uh, all right what else this was just an interesting picture i saw on Space Force. Uh, this guy, they call themselves End Days 444 or Girl, I don't know. What do they say here? I don't support the left or the right satanic puppet show piece. Okay, good for you. They said, I just thought it was odd to me that this is a Space Force logo with a red and white horse that reads, Our Time Has Come. So they show here a rocket from Northrop Grumman, and they have four logos on it, including the Space Force one, you know, the original Space Force logo, the United States Space Force. And above that, they have this. Our time has come. A woman rider with a yellow flag riding a horse with a bow and arrow. And next to that, this, a man in armor and a spear riding another horse, and it also says, our time has come. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. If you guys know what that's about, let me know. That's just, that is a little bit odd. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, many, many interpret the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the great unveiling. Horseman with bow shoots the arrow to the right jurisdiction, the military tribunal. War horse is where they do the battle in the mill tribunal. Interesting. Okay. 
I like it. I like it. I don't know. I think it's a far fetch, but I think it's interesting. Nonetheless, finance. We usually do finance first, but there's so much other stuff I want to talk about, and finance is so boring. Wall Street Silver pointed out that we could have a commodity bull run in 2023, perhaps, and kind of poses the question just based on gold hitting new highs, silver doing pretty good. Could we see a commodity bull run? Maybe, but how are wages doing? And let's look at that question here. Real wages have fallen now for 21 months in a row. People feel this and know they are falling behind and becoming poorer, despite the official narrative that tries to mislead. Look at that end of this graph, just red, 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 red. Thank you, Joe Biden. This is all just terrible, man. Look at this. Especially in comparison to the past, where there's just so much green. This goes all the way back on the left here, starting in 2007. So this little bit of red in the very left-hand side of this chart, that's the 2008 crisis, okay? And then we go on. There's a few more little bouts of red, a bigger one in 2011, and a small little dip in 2017. A tiny, tiny, tiny dip for the pandemic. A lot of green. And then 2021 just crashes worse than anything we've seen in the last 20 years um absolutely amazing incredible and concerning so that's where we are and let's look at the markets real quick uh yahoo let's just look at yahoo finance uh for the real-time prices of things real quick <clears throat> Uh, everything's up today. S&P 500's up 0.4. Dow's up 0.3. Uh, oil's down 1%. It's at $78.91. Gold is at $1,917.30. Silver's at $24.36. Oh, well. Gold has not gone back to 2000 unfortunately. Bitcoin's doing pretty good. $20,995. Interestingly enough. All right, onward. Um, I hope I hope commodities do well. I will say that. All right, real quick though, shout out to Hillbilly Jackal who donated a diamond. Thank you, Hillbilly Jackal. He said, "Great show." I think he was talking about uh, Josh's show on Friday and the show Saturday, probably the Friday show, which was a really great show. Thank you, Hillbilly Jackal, for the donation. Fringe is so much fun. Can't wait. Can't wait for this Friday. We'll see what, what we got in store for y'all. All right. What else have we got here? Um, <clears throat> this was kind of cool. This is regarding fake news and funding. Um, this Wall Street Silver account said, in response to CGTN official, which is uh, apparently a state, a China state affiliated media company, uh, they're a media organization, and they have labeled their Twitter account a China state affiliated media, officially on Twitter, and uh, they're from Beijing, China. And Wall Street Silver said, 
Should certain media accounts also be tagged with similar labels? Based on the Twitter files, we now know government agencies control or influence legacy media and social media. And they could be labeled USA state-affiliated media. New York Times, MSNBC, Facebook, Washington Post, plus many others. Elon Musk actually responded and said, technically, Twitter should have that label. And he's right. Oh my goodness. What an event. Wow. The truth is coming out. This is good stuff. Um, now we have... Okay, let me reorder this a little bit. I'll put this guy down here with the World Economic Forum stuff. Go back. So... I found this... Uh, wow, there's so much here. And I'm running out of time. So I'm trying to be picky. Um, I'll save some of this stuff to share with you on the app or I could cover it tomorrow because it's not necessarily breaking news it's just some interesting stuff but um, let's talk about Davos or Davos okie dokie first uh, the Davos the World Economic Forum uh, people are meeting and I found this really cool clip of Trump at the World Economic Forum from 2018. And the person said, no wonder they wanted him out. Let's watch this video first. I believe that today we need to strike the right balance between the necessary rebuilding of national social contracts and at the same time strengthening our multilateral system to address critical issues such as trade, investment, terrorism and migration. I'm aware that your strong leadership is open to misconceptions and biased interpretations. Therefore, it is so essential for us in the room to listen directly to you. I'm here today to represent the interests of the American people. The world is witnessing the resurgence of a strong and prosperous America. I'm here to deliver a simple message. There has never been a better time to hire, to build, to invest, and to grow in the United States. Regulation is stealth taxation. The U.S., like many other countries, unelected bureaucrats, and we have, believe me, we have them all over the place, and they've imposed crushing and anti-business and anti-worker regulations on our citizens with no vote, no legislative debate, and no real accountability. In America, those days are over. As president, the United States, I will always protect the interests of our country, our companies, and our workers. We are lifting self-imposed restrictions on energy production to provide affordable power to our citizens and businesses 
and to promote energy security for our friends all around the world. No country should be held hostage to a single provider of energy. America is roaring back, and now is the time to invest in the future of America. That is why they didn't like Trump. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to say that. I have a feeling. So, um, what is actually going on here? I think this all ties together. Let's watch another clip real quick. I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Um, and the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. There is one pers person who was very deeply involved in Ukraine, uh, and, and that's Biden. He had a lot more patience than I had in, in uh, trying to convert Poroshenko into a democratic leader. But the opportunity uh, to generate a united Ukraine, uh, getting it right, is, uh, is within your grasp. And we want to be your, uh, your partner, your friend in the project. We want to, and we're ready to assist. We're also asking Congress to act promptly uh, to deliver on uh, an aid package, including a $1 billion loan guarantee that can help uh, smooth the path for reform inside of Ukraine uh, and give uh, the Prime Minister and his government the capacity to do what they need to do uh, as they are also. As they are also organizing an election process. Yikes. Uh-oh. Oh, even Obama was in on it. Let the cards fall. Anyway, the World Economic Forum uh, is meeting. I have some video here, but there is something here. Um, where's the story, y'all? Where's the story? I don't think I put it in here. But there is news. I have to pull it up. So I think the Gateway Pundit had an article. So let me go there. <clears throat> oh, whoops. Jeez. Basically, people are saying that Klausi won't be making it to the meeting because of health reasons. First, they were saying he was going to be late. Now they're saying he may not go at all. I want to verify this. Um, let me see. Klaus Schwab sick. I don't know. Oh, all right, all right, so bear with me, y'all. Klausy. So, people are speculating if Klaus isn't going because he's sick or has some kind of medical thing going on, or not, not Klaus Schwab, I'm sorry, George Soros. Uh, James Bradley posted this on Twitter. He said that George Soros has just pulled out of the 2023 World Economic Forum in Davos following Klaus Schwab's similar exit on Friday. Something is brewing. So George Soros and Klaus Schwab are both pulling out. 
uh, Laverne Spicer tweeted, Why did Klaus Schwab and George Soros both just pull out of the World Economic Forum meeting in Davos? Is something going down? And this is all just a few hours ago this morning. People are talking about this. Um, there's speculation out there that maybe there is some kind of threat to this. Somebody made a, a really eerie connection. And they said, hey, do you remember the Titanic where people canceled going on that as well? And everybody ended up dying except the people that canceled. And there's a conspiracy out there that the Titanic sank in order to make a move. In order for globalists to make a move. They took out their competition. They just, that's the theory there. So... Isn't that interesting? And you're talking about the same families. You're talking about the same kind of thing here. So I hope we don't see anything like that happen. But it's an interesting speculation. Uh, this is odd. You know, very odd. Come on. Super odd. Anyway. Um, sorry, I didn't have that readily available. Actually, I might, but I just, might just be missing it or something. But um, let's see. We have this Substack article. Who exactly is Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum? Let's look at this real quick. <clears throat> it's a Ponzi scheme, says an insider, but it's also a cult. This is by Michael Schellenberger and Isabella Kaminska. They wrote, the World Economic Forum, which meets this week in Davos, Switzerland, is fighting back against conspiracy theorists who say it and its founder, Klaus Schwab, are seeking global domination through a great reset aimed at stripping the masses of their private property, deindustrialization, and economy, and making everybody eat bugs. Oh, nothing. Be happy. Might You might have heard that phrase. Wrote Economic World Forum Managing Director Adrian Monk last August. It started life as a screenshot called from the internet by an anonymous anti-Semitic account on the image board 4chan. Oh, nothing be happy. The Jew World Order 2030 said the post, which went viral among extremists. But what Monk claimed was inaccurate. The phrase, oh, nothing be happy, hadn't originated on 4chan. It originated on World Economic Forum's website. Welcome to 2030, read the headline to an article by a Danish member of parliament. I owe nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. In 2020, after the backlash of the article, the World Economic Forum took the post down. Wow. And here is a screenshot of that post. <laughs> oh, these lion sons of guns. At the same time, World Economic Forum could hardly be said to be a conspiracy. Davos is one of the most heavily publicized events in the world. Every conference, including this year's, results in hundreds of articles about world, the world leaders, celebrities, and billionaires who attend the conference. This year's 700-plus attendees will include heads of state, including German can Chancellor Olaf Scholz and CEOs, including Larry Fink from BlackRock. But the World Economic Forum has proven to be highly secretive, even as it urges corporations to disclose more information when public asked WEF, uh, asked the World Economic Forum how Klaus Schwab Foundation invests its assets, 
A WEF spokesperson noted that the foundation differs from WEF and added, Swiss laws do not require financial reporting for foundations. World Economic Forum says its wealth is managed by an internal investment committee that seeks to incorporate environmental, social, and governance criteria in its investment strategy to manage the foundation's long-term strategic reserves. This is where you get things like Wells Fargo not giving loans to white people, by the way. Um, still, World Economic Forum doesn't engage in the minimal amount of transparency through public disclo disclosure that is constantly preached that it constantly preaches to corporations and philanthropies. World Economic Forum's 2022 annual report also touts a relationship with an unnamed hedge fund and a portfolio of assets that includes Swiss equities, Swiss bonds, global equities, and precious metals that in that is in part managed by Al Gore's Generation Investment Management. Meanwhile, Schwab has become, without question, one of the most influential men alive. It wasn't the head of Aspen Institute, of Aspen Institute, or even the Secretary General of the United of the uh, of the United uh, that was hobnobbing with G20 world leaders in Indonesia last November. It was Schwab. Photos and videos from the event show Schwab polling around with the Prime Minister of Britain, Canada, and New Zealand. Why is that? What exactly are Schwab and the World Economic Forum up to, and why? You will eat nothing, you will be happy. You will have nothing, you will own nothing. Oh, of course, there it is. Klaus Schwab is missing the opening of the World Economic Forum conference due to health issues. Um, let's see if they've updated this at all. I think this was, this has since been updated, but Apparently, they may not even go. This is pretty wild stuff. <laughs> this is anti-World Economic Forum. Let's see. I want to see what else they're tweeting. Thank you, blah, 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 blah. All right. That's pretty much, that's, that's it, and that's that. What else? Um... There's a ton of uh, security there. Thousands of armed guards at Davos protecting the elites from any events. Um, there's even kind of... Uh, I saw a video of a um, armored vehicle with uh, like a cage on the front of it. Like an anti-riot vehicle. Crazy. So I think they could... They expect a potential for something bad to happen. Um, you know, we can only pray and hope that pe everything's peaceful, but they should stop, man. They need to stop. Let people run their own stuff. Stop trying to pull the strings and owning everything and pretending like you are a god because you're not. Um, yeah, here's that video. Thanks to... Avi Yemeni. Here's some more serious okay. cops, and that says police, but that's your drab green camouflage. These are the serious blokes. And this is a new vehicle. This wasn't here last time I was here. This this vehicle here, which has the that looks the, like an anti-riot screen maybe, in case people are throwing things at at the vehicle. I think that's what that's for. For absolutely, yeah. but it makes you wonder what, what what intel did they get? Or when I ask why. Yeah, why? 
It's part of the news, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. But we don't like our faces in the news all over the world. Okay. okay. So I respect we, that. We'll blow your face. I promise. We'll blow your yeah, face. That will it's be a promise. Huh? Okay. It's a promise. I promise we, we do will. our jobs. We have families at home. We don't need us in the I respect right? that. We'll blow your Thank face. You. Thank you for that. Fair deal. He says he doesn't want his face all over the world. We'll blur his face. He's not a he's not a personal story, but the police is a story. When you've got reports that five thousand police and military have been authorized, that's news. Yeah, shout out to Rebel News. Good stuff. Uh, they also have this video as well. How are you today? Hello. How are you? No, Standing behind me in bright orange are police. There have been a reported 5,000 police and military that have been authorized to protect the World Economic Forum as they meet this week in Davos, Switzerland. Of course, I haven't seen 5,000, but I have seen hundreds. In fact, along the way into town, every 100 meters or so was another gaggle of a half a dozen cops. I also saw military and military police well, one check stop pulled us over. Our carload of journalists, we all turned on our cell phones, and here's what happened. Isaac, can you just do an audience? Uh, yeah. Put on, How are you today? Hello. How are you? No good. No good? Why not? It's no good. Why is it no good? But it's a free country, right? Yeah. That's correct. Thanks very much. All the best. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Filming's no good, but it's a free country, right? Yeah, and he walks away. Jeez. Um, yeah, so Doc Holliday said, knowing who this group of people are, and you want to pray for peace? What the hell is wrong with you, dude? So I was thinking about this, and with, um, with Klausi with people canceling, right? It makes you wonder if this is a part of their strategy. Maybe they are planning the violence in order to have an upper hand in all these countries in a way. It's kind of where I'm thinking. And I tend to stray away from violence personally. Um, do I think that criminals should be held accountable? Yes, but I'm not one for vigilante justice. And if that's what it comes down to and people do that, that's on them. But I'm not about that. I would rather, I would much rather see things happen in an organized fashion according to law. And that's just me. And that's why I say I, you know, something along the lines of praying for peace. It's not because I'm an idiot or there's something wrong with me, but that's kind of my line of thinking there. So I hope that clears that up a little bit. Um, what else do we have? Um, there's been a huge chemical plant explosion in China. Five people have been reported dead. This is just what we see constantly going on all around the world, including a lot in the U.S. This one's in China, though. Here's a video, 19 seconds. Just a massive pile of burning rubble in China. Terrible. And the US just had a chemical plant fire last week. Isn't that a weird coincidence? 
I wonder, do you know what? What if, I'm just hot, totally speculating here, but what if um, a foreign actor blew up our chemical plant and now there's this retaliation in response? Imagine, what if? I'm just saying. I don't believe in coincidences, and maybe that that's happening. Isn't that wild? Hmm. Um, I guess Greta Thunberg was over in Lutzerath, uh, Germany, protesting some climate baloney, and was removed from a protest by law enforcement. And here's that video. There she is in the lower right with a bag across her chest. And they're being pushed out of the area. And the people that hate law enforcement are just having a heyday because apparently all these officers got stuck in the mud and they were being, uh, yeah, they just got stuck in the mud and this guy is harassing them and pushing them over. This guy in these, these weird brown robes. Um, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous actually, but what a shit show. What a shit show. Ugh, this climate stuff really gets to me. Um, but not as much as the health stuff, but I think it's all really tied together. I think maybe actually as much. Yeah, they're all bolt. They're all pretty bad. Um, there's a lot of health news. Um, people are calling for the suspension of mRNA injects injections because of cardiac harm concerns, including Professor Abdullah Alabdalgader. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I think he's uh, Indian or something. I cannot pronounce that. And there's a video here. Um, Alabdalgader is a senior congenital cardiologist and electrophysiologist. There's a video where he is saying we need to stop the mRNA injections because of cardiac harm concerns. In spite of the unprecedented support that has been given to COVID-19 messenger RNA vaccination, that is actually uncomparable to any support given to any pharmaceutical agent in human history. This is good stuff. People are coming out and speaking the truth. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, but I will say this, the truth is coming out. The BBC covered cardiovascular deaths due to the mRNA jab, and their video was clipped and put on Twitter and has gotten nearly 20 million views. Actually, let's see, maybe it surpassed 20 million views. 19.5 million views. It's a seven-minute clip, so I'm not going to play it, but um, they did cover a little bit of the truth on BBC for once, and... It has gone absolutely viral, which is fantastic news. We need people to know the truth so they stop taking these damn jabs. Right? Um, there are a ton of people dropping dead. I have five people who've dropped dead or had life-threatening strokes, and one person had a stroke and is recovering. That's Jenny, Jenny Gao, coincidentally, of the BBC, who suffered a stroke. She's 45 years old, and she is recovering based on the latest article from BBC. But we have a lot of other young people, 25-year-old, 31-year-old, etc., passing away, dropping dead unexpectedly. So... 
we have to stop this and get our health back on track. This is just absolutely terrible. Um, so I'm not going to go through all of them in detail. There's a lot of other news, you guys. We'll be, we'll be live again, though, soon. You can tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um to tune into the daily dose and hear the updates to these stories and uh, the coverage of much more. I will post that seven minute BBC uh, news article here in the uh, chat, I suppose, because by popular request, you guys could go watch that if you'd like to. The audio isn't the best, but it is good and you could share it. Um, the rest of the links of what I discussed and much more will be posted tonight on redpills.tv. So uh, I know a lot of you guys hear stories. You want to watch them again or you want to share them with your friends or you want to look into them deeper. Well, that is why we post everything every night. Um, everything that I cover, everything that Josh covers, we put all the links and all the information over on redpills.tv or on the social red pill. If you search hashtag uh, recap, Hashtag, hashtag recap, R-E-C-A-P. It'll pull up all the recap posts, and you could go back and look at all these articles, tweets, videos, etc. for yourself. Um, so, yeah, redpills.tv is where all those are. Uh, thank you, Brainstorm, for the gift of the can. That is very generous of you. I appreciate that very much, you guys. We could not do this without you guys, so I appreciate all of you for watching and supporting us continuously you guys are the best and i can't wait to see you all i'll probably jump on late tonight after dinner and after i'm winding down and just to say hello how you doing over on the social red pill you guys could join that at socialredpill.com join the red pill family share information etc over there doesn't cost you a dime redpills.tv i mean socialredpill.com for the private social network Special shout out to Summer over there donating five ice cream. Thank you so much, Summer, and Hillbilly Jackal with five ice cream as well. You guys are you guys are the best. I appreciate it. You guys have a great day. God bless and God speed. <laughs>